1: Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. With me for the last time in 2022 is my dear brother, Travis. Here I am. There you are.
2: (laughs) Do you think anybody besides perhaps our brother Spencer, if he's listening, knows the movie reference i just made <laughs> oh man hang on
1: here I oh that's uh tommy boy no uh black beverly hills ninja yep okay it's, <laughs> yeah there you go it's beverly, beverly hills, hills Ninja. i knew it was chris yeah, farley yeah. <laughs> man
2: here i am dude it's a <laughs> that's in the very opening scene i think where he's trying to impress the whoever the uh, oh the, yeah the love interest is right he's trying to like show off his ninja skills yeah he's the last ninja in the in the
1: dojo or whatever I'm guessing he's hiding behind something that's way too small for him. Something like that. And he thinks that no one sees him. Right. And he pops out. Here I am. I don't remember exactly, but man, we were huge Chris Farley fans, dude. Who wasn't? Mega. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. So this is the last episode of the year, dude. This is it. What better time than now to to do a little tribute to Chris Farley? Where'd that come
2: from? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Came from the deep you know murky depths of my brain
1: depths of the nostalgic river
2: where that stuff just it just lives there rent-free and just comes out of nowhere
1: you know what it does it goes here i am
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) he pops up and you know a little a little chris firely line just comes out of my mouth you know unexpectedly so we've been doing our best of
1: 2022 episodes this whole month and now we're down to the top 10 my favorite 5 and your favorite 5 this maybe goes without saying at this point but this is more a representation of my favorite artists of the year or my favorite albums from these artists for the year you know yeah yeah like there's it it took me i mean a long time dude with one of these albums to to narrow down to which song i'm going to play today same and for for multiple are these choices, dude? Like, there's so many good songs on on some of these albums.
2: Just moments ago, I was listening to all the releases that this guy put out this year on shuffle, just trying to like narrow it down. Yeah, because I'm the same. It's like it's it's hard sometimes to re- to try to narrow it down to one song to represent an artist, because then you listen to a, the the next one and you're like, oh man, you know what? Maybe that one's a little bit better. Yeah, and then you're like, but you know what though? This shows off the way
1: that the album plays with this exactly so i want to play this song so that i can show off but you know what dude that's our job isn't really to ruin the surprises of a good album right I, my hope is that that the songs i pick will at least get you to to jump into the rest of the record yeah because i yeah man i got some great picks for tonight
2: two of these picks from me tonight are or artists that you already brought over the last two weeks that's
1: right because I, I stole your thunder
2: you did but here's you know two more tracks from two of our collective like favorite artists, which is great. So, you know, like you said off mic, and like I said off mic earlier, one of the tracks I'm bringing is going to get split into two different clips, and same yeah. for you.
1: Same for me. It needs to be done, dude.
2: We're going to do Rapid Fire for Z this time. It's,
1: I think this might be the, the first
2: true Rapid
1: Fire of the year.
2: We're going to do it, man. So let's jump right into it. Exactly. So the good thing about... Uh, two of my artists is that you already kind of teed them up in previous weeks. Like I said, even uh, I think it was last week, it was Cloakroom, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm bringing another track from Cloakroom. You brought Doubts, which I actually debated like, you know what? Doubts pretty much like tells a story perfectly. I don't need to bring another Cloakroom track. But then. I think the very next track on the record, which is the last track, does a really good job showing the doom-gazy side of them and like the grunge side of them a little bit better than Doubts does. Because Doubts is way left field. Like you said, it's way out of left field on the record. There's nothing doomy about Doubts. It's very light, alt-rocky kind of, kind of stuff, right? And that's not the full picture of of Cloakroom. So I'm going to play, like I said, the very next track on the record so once again, here is cloakroom. This is off their record, Disillusion Wave. The song is called Dissembler. Great track. Tempting to let it keep playing too, because I, as you just heard, it transitioned into an entirely different sound and vibe. Well, you a, know, that's a good little teaser, dude. That'll make it is. anyone
1: hearing that for the first time want to dive dive in.
2: And, and it's a perfect, you know, representation of what the whole record is like. From track to track, they'll go from something that's grungier, kind of doomier, to something a little bit lighter. And within the same track, they'll do that sometimes, like with this one, you know. So doubts was was more light, you know, and kind of alt-rocky. This song had a little bit of grunge to it, like I was saying. And toward the end of the song, it transitions into this lighter kind of alt-rocky, you know, shoegazy kind of thing. And it's just, it's just a, a masterful record, man. They really, they really pulled it off. This came out in January too, so you know, this was a early front runner for me, and probably for you too, because like I knew oh, yeah. this was on my on my best of twenty twenty two list from. From the jump, you know? Like, I knew I'd be bringing a track from this record.
1: Yeah, I think it was either a song from this record or a song from the new Animal Collective that was the first track on my Best of 2022 playlist when I started it.
2: Yeah, hands down, one of the best records of the year. If you're not convinced yet, go check it out. Dissolution Wave, amazing record. All right, Q, Rapid Fire, what you got for your first pick?
1: All right, man. I th- I feel like I may have brought two tracks from this group already is what you heard one of them was a introduction song for one of our watches um right when this album dropped and another one i think was a single from this record maybe it may have been last year so i've been digging on this group for at least a year now uh honey glaze is the group can't forget that name right this album there is its self-titled, The First full length came out in April of this year. And, man, this is this is a perfect, like, folk pop record. I mean, I don't know if that's even the best way to describe what they are. But, man, there's something about this group, dude. I love uh, Anuska Sokolo, She's the, the lead singer. Tim Curtis, uh, that's the two main members of the group. And yeah, let's just rapid fire, dude. I don't know. Do you remember anything about this group?
2: No, I don't.
1: Very playful with their lyrics. She's very like self-aware. And, you know, all her lyrics are are very like raw and pokes fun of herself in all the right ways. It's, it's just a great record. Very like down to earth and simple and effective, dude. I mean, this whole album just from start to finish is just, fantastic dude so let's play and i just landed on this song maybe 10 minutes before we started this recording so here we go this is again honey glaze it's a song off of their self-titled song is called childish things
2: Yeah, I was captivated by that man. Like I, you know, it's one of those lyricists that you, you kind of you have to stop and pay attention. You know, yeah. And I was reading along with the lyrics, and because you had it pulled up on your screen, and I saw at the bottom it says repeats times five. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and each time it, it's it's slightly different. different. Yeah, and I it, love that. It, it, I love very it. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's why I played so much of it. I just wanted, really, wanted to drive that point home that like it's the same it's the same verse yeah I want to call it that over and over and over again.
2: and I think that's that's uh you know when it's done right the message she's trying to get across you know what I mean like it's yeah I'm going to repeat this five times you know yeah
1: getting lost inside my head think of all the childish things I've said and that's like like what i was saying you know it's very raw most of her lyrics are very like self-observant you know yeah
2: uh-huh almost like a diary entry or something
1: right exactly like that dude I can't stress this enough, dude. The whole album, like as a whole, fantastic, dude. It's a great. I mean, it's it's short and sweet. Give it a listen. That was Honeyglaze. We're gonna rapid fire it, dude. Pass it back to you. What you got?
2: Okay, so I purposely put Cloakroom and Fleshwater as my first two, just to get those kind of played, and then I can have my last three as like you know artist you haven't heard yet for me. But anyway, so I'm going to play Fleshwater. And I think you brought that first week, maybe. So it's been a couple of weeks since you guys have heard this record.
1: And I played the Razor's Apple.
2: You did. And my plan was to play two tracks because Razor's Apple immediately follows the track I'm going to play, which is called Closet. And it kind of blends into each other. But I'm just going to play Closet by itself. And it's two minutes and 2 seconds long. So I'm going to play the whole track. And it is such a different track from Razor's Apple that I think you're getting kind of the two sides of them here. What I love about Closet is it brings me back to all the things that we love about Emery, The Week's End, that mm. record.
1: Oh, what an album.
2: Yeah, right? That was like one of one of the the one kind of emo records that I that I kind of was attracted to. Anyway, it's that like Clean vocal delivery paired with screaming vocals, right? And they kind of have that dynamic. There's two singers on Fleshwater, right? Anyway, so here we go. Again, this is Fleshwater, and the song is called Closet. dude it fades right into uh the razors apple after that yeah
1: yeah dude uh that's that's the song that got me yes like, me too man that that piqued my interest when i first heard it yeah and it reminded me of coheed and cambria or uh mm-hmm. the mars volta that you know that era of of uh hardcore yeah emo stuff mm-hmm. love it love it
2: yeah again dude i mean we don't have to say this I, I, you know again but i will you know this is this is um a time dude this is the time to be a fan of the music we grew up with like these indie bands are putting out records that are pitch perfect to that era of rock and you know they're putting their own spin on it and i think it's in in some ways sometimes even better than uh you know who they are imitating right uh, and yeah, Fleshwater is definitely a band to to pay attention to. Uh, you know, see what see what they do next, right? All right, Cube, back to you. And we're, man, we're flying, dude. We're doing it, brother. We've never flown this fast before. A true rapid fire episode.
1: That's what people want, right? Just get just get on with the tunes.
2: Just get on with the tunes. Well, you know, I may have a little bit more things to say about my next view, but. Me too. But we're, we're making good time, Q. So I'm going to pass it back to you. What's your next pick?
1: All right. This is also a group that that you've heard before on this podcast. Widow's Peak or Widow Speak. Anyways. It could be
2: one of those uh, twofers, you know.
1: It's one of those twofers. Uh, this group released another one of my <laughs> – I mean, of course, it's another one of my favorites I mean, of the year. Because this is the last episode and this is our top five. Uh, The Jacket was released back in March of this year. Uh, They also made it on my favorite, I think, I think um, Nathan Forster, friend of the show, had this song, The Good Ones, from their album Plum from 2020 on Mm -hmm. the playlist that he sent us when we, I think we reached out to him and a few other of our, our, you know, friends of the show asking them for their favorites of that year, or it could have been for the best of the decade. Anyways, The Good Ones was one of my favorite songs of 2020. Again, The Jacket just came out in March, and this is another just fantastic record, right from the rip, dude. And what they do so great is, this is another group that keeps it really simple, but man, is it just a mood, dude. And so it's... uh, Singer-songwriter Molly Molly Hamilton and guitarist Robert Earl Thomas, who also, uh, he releases a lot of solo stuff. And uh, Widow's Peak is, quote, a project perennially anchored by warm, expansive arrangements, references to 90s dream pop, 60s psychedelia, and a certain unshakable Pacific Northwestness. No wonder I love it,
2: dude. Now we're getting to the bottom of it.
1: And this is another one of those uh, examples of, like, I could have played any song from the record. While You Wait might be my favorite, but I brought that one earlier on What You Heard. That's the, the opener. So I'm going to jump down to the closer of the record. This song is called Sleeper.
2: Let's see why they call it Sleeper, because it's very, like, laid back, kind of puts you in this, like, you know, easy, breezy kind of feeling, you know?
1: Yeah, the whole record has that vibe. Does it? Okay. And it gives me this, like, Velvet Underground
2: Mm -hmm. vibe with the
1: bongos and the guitar tone.
2: I Yeah, dude. Totally.
1: And I love his guitar work, dude. I love that tone.
2: They're from the Pacific Northwest?
1: According to that little blurb that I read. Because, you
2: know, this, this lyric jumped out at me, Q. So I'll turn off the highway, I have my exit, and I'm still singing Yellow Rose of Texas. Hmm. There you go, Q. That's 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 me. I'm in Texas. <laughs> well, it
1: says their origin is New York. Well, well, which is it? So maybe it's just that they <laughs> Maybe it's not that they're from Pacific Northwest. Maybe they just bring this Pacific Northwest vibe with their tunage.
2: Uh, what vibe would that be cute? I don't know, dude. Well, here we go. Gloomy. Molly
1: Hamilton wrote the songs in her hometown, Tacoma, Washington. There you go. We drove through Tacoma
2: trying to get to Olympia. We did. Hey, actually, that uh,
1: Cosmonaut. Is that where that coffee shop? Cosmonaut Coffee was oh, in Tacoma. Oh, shit.
2: I forgot, dude. I got an email back from Hertz. I got to check that shit. Oh. So, you think they got um, the coffee mug? God, I hope so.
1: Travis left a really cool coffee mug that he bought at my favorite coffee shop in Tacoma, yeah, he left yeah. it in in the uh, rental car. So he's been bumming I about made a it real new mistake. Um Well, let's well, take uh, this dude, time it, since it, it, we've been uh, rapid firing. Let's let's let's, let's get the of this Here we go. Names, dude. Dude. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Dear okay. Travis,
2: unfortunately, that's not good. Dude. <laughs> your lost coffee mug has not been located at this time.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think they need to specify that it's lost.
2: Yeah, that's redundant. Your words. lost
1: coffee mug has not been found. <laughs>
2: It's like, well, that's implied when you said that it hasn't yeah, been found well, yet. Yeah, thanks
1: for rubbing the salt in that wound.
2: Jesus. It's funny because coffee mug is actually one of the items that they have in their select dropdown of, like, common things that people leave behind. So, this is just, like, unfortunately, your insert name of thing that they lost here. You know, mm-hmm. this is just a generic email that they send to everybody after a week, probably, right? Yeah, in fact, it's been a week since we got back, so... That dude, somebody else is is sipping coffee out of my mug right now. Like the next it's person who mug. rented that car, one hundred percent got a free mug. Well, here's the deal.
1: Uh, I will be just a little bit closer to Tacoma once I move down to Olympia.
2: I will send you money, dude. If you if you go buy me another one of those mugs, man.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll do it, dude. I'm gonna want. Okay. Uh, I'll have a reason to go back to that coffee shop.
2: One you Definitely of these days. will. Well, here's another thing, too. I also had left a bag of beans in there, so.
1: I'm not buying any more coffee beans, dude. Oh, okay. that's I'm fine. not spending F- 25 bucks on like a quarter pound of
2: beans. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Really, I cared about the mug more than the beans.
1: So. It was a dope mug, dude. It was? Uh, so yeah, she, Molly Hamilton is from Tacoma. So that's that's where that comes from. So again, that was Widow Speak. The song was called Sleeper off their album The Jacket. Another favy, And I'll pass it back to you, brother. What you got?
2: All right, so... I it would be hard for me not to play a song from this particular guy, because Spotify informed me that this was my top artist of the year, on my Spotify wrapped.
1: Damn,
2: is it true?
1: Do you feel that way?
2: Yeah, it's true, and and here's the reason why. So this is a, I guess he's he's an electronic composer that I would put primarily in the vaporwave camp. I've played a song from his on like either the March or April. What you heard, he goes by the name Aragraph, and this one particular record that he put out has been on heavy, heavy repeat for me this entire year. And there's actually a record that came out last year. Um, but he's and you just have not brought a song yet on this
1: pod. Have I have. The something? funny thing is, I okay. haven't. I haven't
2: played one from that well, record yet. No, no. So I brought cool. up What You Heard, um, but it was a record of his that came out in this year called, well, I'm not going to say the number of eights, but it's literally eight eights. That's the name of the record. It's eight eights in a row. It's literally the number eight. This guy is just super prolific. And I'm excited because he put out a record just now that I haven't listened to yet called 222222. Two, 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 two. <laughs> Um, not all of his uh, records are, are numbers-based, but um, he's just super prolific, man. Like, this year alone, he's put out one, two, three, four, now five records this year.
1: It's looking very, very vaporwave.
2: These super right? vaporwave. These album yeah. covers, he man. falls into the tropes. But okay. what I like about him is that, you know, I feel like vaporwave artists right now are a dime a dozen. And there's not, you know, a lot of them sound the same. A lot of them throw in these, you know, random like saxophone clips and like R samples and stuff that I don't really care for. You know, what super I, mean? I feel like with vaporwave vocals, yes, yes, like yes. Sade vocals, super yes. slowed down. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not here for that, dude. Yeah, and for oh, yeah, me, yeah. when vapor when vaporwave is done right, it's like nothing's better. And this guy does vaporwave right, at least as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I like this guy's version of you know this very kind of tropey genre right you so like anyway, the cut of his jib i do i think
1: that's i think that's the the phrase
2: yeah I I we'll go means. with that okay the thing about him is that it's not necessarily one track you know or a handful of tracks that i like i just like his music you know it's all very consistent and if i'm listening to him i'm going to listen to him on shuffle kind of thing right or him you know just an album on shuffle or something like that cuz i just like the vibe that, I, that he that he puts me into right so it was hard for me to to pick a, a track but I landed on one uh because like I said dude I had freaking four or five records from this year alone to go through to try to determine which one to play but like I said I landed on one so here we go this song is off of his record reflection plane which came out in July of this year this song is called parallels
1: I just want to live there in that world. This one's very like um, retro. Uh, what's it like? Uh, Synth night, night Drive. Synth Wave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think that's what he does well is that he incorporates some of that stuff that's more associated with um, uh, like Kavinsky, the Kavins- yeah, Kavinsky's. And, yeah. Kavinsky's. <laughs> Everyone exactly. thinks
1: it's the first thought. It is. The first thing that comes before It is. It. Yeah. Have you listened to this uh, Enter the Void record? Looks like it's a live one. A live record. Give it a listen, dude. I'm curious how he he pulls this off live.
2: Yeah, there's actually some stuff I'm noticing that that is on Bandcamp that's not on Spotify yet, so...
1: Always worth it to to dive into Bandcamp, dude. There's... Oh, that's... With my uh, Yacht Club, I brought Mm -hmm. him last week. He's got even more stuff on Bandcamp. Yeah, these prolific artists... Yeah. They're going to drop all the stuff that they're just kind of messing around with
2: on That's, That's a good point, yeah. So, um... Just to give a little bit more, you know, cred to this guy. He's from Texas, which is kind of cool. But he, here's probably his biggest claim to fame. He actually, so he moved to Austin. He's born in Laredo, Texas, moved to Austin because that's where you're going to end up if you're a musician and you live in Texas, obviously. That's what I did. Uh, But he became fascinated by the electronic music scene spearheaded by Survive, and the Holodeck Records Network. So if the name Survive rings a bell to you, that is the name of Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein's group who are known for the Stranger Things soundtrack. Mm. And Aurigraf, a.k.a. Carlos Ramirez is his actual name, he's actually credited as a score mix engineer for the Stranger Things soundtrack. So that's that's legit. Nice. That's, you know, as far as like electronic music... You know, everybody knows the Stranger Things soundtrack from the last few years, right? That's kinda like if you're gonna put your name on something, that's a pretty pretty good one to get, right? For anyway. Sure. So yeah, Aurograph, everything he puts out is, is like this. Uh he's he's amazing. If you like this kind of music, you can't go wrong with his stuff. All right, Q, I'm gonna throw it back to you. What do you got? We're we're halfway through.
1: Halfway through. I'm gonna bring some I'm gonna bring some Toro Imoi, dude. Oh, okay. Did you listen to his album from this year?
2: I may have perused it, but I don't think I I gave it a, a proper listen.
1: Mahal is the record, and um, just right off the rip, dude. Unknown Mortal Orchestra appears on track one. I don't know how much you're a fan of that guy.
2: He put out some new stuff this this year too.
1: Well, ever since Chaz Bundick, aka Toro Y Moi, did that album with the Matson Two. Uh, star stuff from 2017 which is one of my favorite records um he has just been getting more and more like psych rock you know like he's he's starting to put that chill wave stuff behind which is you know his claim to fame he was like he was graduating class dude with yeah washed out and freaking neon indian and all those boys
2: yeah he was one of the one of the founders you know if you want to put it that way really
1: of the yeah the the 2010s chill wave movement Mm -hmm. This album is not that. It's nothing like that stuff, man.
2: That's what's that's what's made him have the staying power that some of his other chill wave artists didn't have. Is he's so yeah, uh, diverse with his his uh, music, you know. Yeah. Oh, dude, and I forgot the and Two show
1: up on one of the one of the songs on this record. So yeah, he's been collaborating with those guys for a while. They're like a jazz duo. They're twins. That's why they're called the and Two. Anyways, I'm gonna play another track off this record. And this was another one that came down at the wire for me for like picking which one to play. But yeah, we're gonna to jump to track six on the record. This song is called Last Year.
3: I learned to love the rain last year. I was stuck in the eye so clear. Wow.
2: Smooth like butter, cue.
1: Like butter. What a great song! What a great song!
2: That's jazz, dude.
1: Very jazzy, and that's another thing he picked up, hanging out with the Madison Two. Man, they're very psych rock, but they're 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 a jazz group first, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I was surprised that this wasn't the track that featured the Madison Two. But yeah, everything about that dude. I love the, um, you know, there's a little bit of like the the um, '60s yes pop uh stereo lab kind of stuff
1: 100 percent. look at the album cover Mm -hmm. look at his main picture for Spotify. look at that he's in the freaking magic school bus
2: yeah he's he's such a talented songwriter, man i mean yeah when you look at his discography like it's just so wide-ranging you know but it's all very cohesive too like he has if you hear a song from him you know it's him you know what i mean like he has a very distinct sound that he's come up with but he's able to 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 write with his voice and apply it to any kind of song, right? Psychedelic, obviously, Chill Wave, Jazz. He's done some other – I mean, he's got a whole side project uh, uh, where he does more electronics, oh, like right. straight-up electronic stuff. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he's just a super, super talented dude, you know?
1: Yeah. Goes without saying. Great record. Definitely worth a deep dive. Give it a listen all the way through. dude. It's, it's a blast.
2: It's definitely a cue up and listen kind of record right there. For yeah, sure. Already. All right, pass it back to you, dude. What'd you get? All right, Q. We are entering my my two favorite records of this year. This next pick here, this band is no stranger to no filler. So we did a full length episode on this group back in August. So if you want to, you know, get the full story on them, go listen to that episode because we kind of go back more into their history and stuff. But Pinsy Slow
4: mm.
2: put out a new record this year. So I brought Smile to Zero on the June what you heard, which was I think either the first or second single that came off of this record. But yeah, they put out a new record called Neglect in August. And Q, I know you're gonna be unsettled here by the album art because you're you're not a fan. Of the album uh, art for <laughs> for this record, it's kind of this it's weird like, kind of like this is uh,
1: like an Aphex Twin album cover, but like y-
2: yeah, even it's like more it basically it's up. it's the lead singer's face and she's smiling in all of these different shots that they used on the singles and the actual record album art, but it's like shown through like just this not prism. A fan. Anyway, yeah,
1: I'm just not a fan.
2: We're not here to talk about the album art, though. Q. I'm
1: not gonna look at your screen no more, dude.
2: You know, it's not gonna hurt your Q it's not this music's gonna gonna take you on a uh, on a trip though okay so i've I've got two clips from this track because it's actually so on the record this is two different tracks but it's essentially one song and they actually for the for the single they released um the two uh, tracks together as one but the the name of the track is the run as in like i'm running right but this track features two other artists that I'm not too familiar with. Um, that could just be, yeah. So there's a, a, an artist named Alcest or Alkest, and then another one named J.K. Flesh that appear on this this uh, these two tracks here. But anyway, I'm just gonna let this kind of play. It's gonna take you on a journey, cue. So again, this is Pensy Slow. This is the doomgazy, dreamgazy, Parisian group that just put out these beautiful. Doomgaze songs, and this is one of them. So here we go. Uh, I'm just going to click play here. This track is called The Run. Part one of the song cue. Part two is where it starts to shine, though, and some magic happens. So I'm just gonna say that
1: they're doing it different, though. You know, like they've they've perfected, like they're comfortable in in the pocket, you know, that they've comfortable in the in the in the, in the lazy boy that they've crafted.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I found out some more information about the two contributors here, just because I was curious. So Alcest is actually the name of a band the person who's uh, leading their vocal, or lending their vocals to this track is actually the front man of that band. His name is Naj. Um, and then J.K. Flesh, I'm not sure how this person is involved on this track at least, but is it, some member from a band called Godflesh, which is a band that's been around for a long time. Um, and Godflesh apparently is, I'm just going to read the first line of their bio here, if black sabbath were reborn as an industrial rock band <laughs> so anyway so you know penny slow has some contributors on this on this record on this track only so uh, they've been making friends uh, out there but anyway i'm going to i'm going to pick it up where we left off here and then something happened in this song dude that just freaking catapulted me into the into the stratosphere dude so here we go again this is the run
1: fantastic dude reminds me a lot of slow dive Mm. Uh, especially stuff from their uh, self-titled like their comeback record Mm -hmm. that we did a a full episode on yeah we did very similar with uh, female and and male vocals kind of working back and forth in tandem with each other like that
2: yeah and what's interesting is that's that's not Pinsy Slow, that's, that's a contributor to the record, right? So that's not the normal sound, it's usually just her vocals, right? So that's what mm. makes this track, these tracks unique, I should say. But yeah, this was another, like it was very, very hard for me to pick a track off of this record. I was dead set on playing the very next track called Brutal in Red, uh, but I decided on these two because I think Uh, as amazing as this record is, like there's something really exceptional about those two tracks because of how like kind of soaring, you know, it's very like a, it's a very sweeping kind of like beautiful song that they're writing, right? It's broken into multiple parts. And I think it's like, you know, it's a, um, it's an accomplishment or at least a, um, I don't know, an indicator of how far they've come, you know, just a few short years of as songwriters, right? Like you know, the, the record that we did in August, I think, was their first full length. It was called Don't Believe, Watch Out. And like, you know, a few years later, they put out this record and yeah, they're just writing these beautiful songs, man. Definitely a record of the year for me. Go check them out again. That's Pency Slow. The record's called Neglect. All right, Q, bringing it back to you. What you got?
1: All right, man. I am really, really excited to play this song because uh, ha- I haven't featured anything from, from her yet. On the pod I just discovered her this year As an artist Named Beth Orton Have you heard of her? I have not Well she's been active since 1993 She's been dropping records since then And her album Weather Alive Which came out this Of course it came out this year That's why I'm <laughs> playing it uh, Was described as by sam sadomsky of pitchfork as the best work of orton's career okay i don't even know orton's i'm not familiar with her career but this album dude blew me away this is my favorite album of the year dude it's it's a no-brainer you know i said honey glaze was a close second it's pretty close you know but it's not that close this is it dude this record blew me
2: away I'm on the edge of my seat, dude.
1: Well, you're not, you're not ready for it,
2: dude. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, so there was an interview with the New York Times where Orton said, uh, so she, she bought this used upright piano in London and started writing songs on it. And she says, no matter where you touch the piano, it just has these resonances. Little ghosts of other chords just keep ringing out. And you're like, oh, that speaks of another melody. And that speaks of another feeling.
2: She's just talking about playing the piano.
1: Just talking about this particular piano. There's
2: just something okay, about okay.
1: the way the chords ring out on it, and it just inspired her, and just kept she just kept going and going and built this. So whole... she found
2: like a magical piano.
1: That's what it sounds like, dude.
2: That writes music for her.
1: Yeah, she described she herself describes the album as a quote sensory exploration that allowed for a connection to a consciousness that I was searching for.
2: It sounds like she was high. It's a kite, dude, when she was writing this. <laughs> she's like the piano was talking to me
1: you know some people are are better about expressing their feelings than you (laughs) (laughs) you know she didn't say that it was a magical piano that's what you said brother and let's just let this music play for itself and maybe you will be like you know what that is a magical piano all right dude this record man then this song
2: so i'm ready
1: okay and i'm glad i remembered to say this because it's true this is a legitimate no filler record that's all I'm going to say, right? I need <laughs> okay. to stop and just, let's just play. Let's just do let's it. Let's just play a tune. All right. So uh, this one, I got to split up into two. Here we go. This is going to be lengthy, brother. This song is called Forever Young.
2: Yeah, that's top tier right there, Q.
1: It's taunting, dude. The whole record is very, you know, we throw that word around.
2: That word came to my mind as well.
1: <laughs> so this record feels like a Talking Heads record at times. It feels like a Radiohead record at times. Uh,
2: yes, dude. T- Tom York is what came to mind for me as well.
1: Yeah, not just the, like, yeah, in, in the cadence of, and the way she draws out words. And yeah. A lot of it feels very Tom York.
2: Yeah. Yes. I was, I was thinking the same thing. The way that the, 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 the words kind of blend into each other and the way that she holds the notes, right? Very reminiscent of Tom York.
1: And apparently she's known for her, quote, folktronica music. So she's been doing something folky mixed with electronic music. Apparently she became well-known through her collaborations with the Chemical Brothers, Never really got into them, but they're Mm. a huge electronic Mm -hmm. act. Yeah. So here we go. Here's clip two from Forever Young.
2: Yeah, haunting is the right word. Q,
1: captivating.
2: Yeah, and the piano. I I can see now, Q, that that it's a magical piano for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and I love the bass I love the drums. And, yeah, the drums and bass, great. It looks like she has quite the quite the the list of uh, of, of people contributing here.
1: Yeah, so she self produced this. That's worth noting. Um, but yeah, that last that second clip there, that's kind of reminded me of like that collaborative feeling a collaborative route that david byrne decided to take with remain in light you know Mm -hmm. just with the background vocals just kind of jumping in every now and then just kind of lead lending themselves as another instrument almost i i got that vibe a lot from this song there's lots of moments of really great jazz in this album it's just it's fantastic, dude.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely curing this up, dude, for sure. Dude,
1: you're you're in for treats, man. So, anyways, that is Beth Orton' song, "Is Forever Young" from Weather Alive, and I'm passing it to you, brother. This is your last pick of the year. How are you gonna end it?
2: RQ. Right, been sitting on this track all year because this is my favorite track of the year, hands down. Uh, the band is is no stranger to no filler. They run on what you heard. I played a track from this record, uh, but this particular song, there's just something magical about it, dude. So this is a shoegaze alt-rock band from Brooklyn. They're called Menaxi. And I'm going to read this description because it's the perfect way to describe them. This is from their Spotify bio. It says Menaxi's sound combines elements from classical pop and rock music from India and Pakistan. With psychedelia, shoegazing, dream pop, noise rock, and electronica.
1: That's uh, a ticks every box, dude. Yeah. the yeah. music
2: that we love. Exactly. And now this particular song features a guest vocalist named Theodora Curtis, who I haven't really dove too far into her stuff, but she she looks like a, a just another singer-songwriter. But she shows up a couple times on this record. But anyway, I'm just going to cue this up, dude. I'm going to play the whole song because it's pretty short. But you got to hear the full thing. So again, this band is called Menaxi. And this song is called Adore.
1: I think i've ever felt more hopeful for rock and roll dude <laughs> i know man it's, it's back in such an awesome way dude like 90s rock that shoegaze
2: grunge so I get grunge that, like, rock yeah. is back man it, that's a it's a perfect shoegaze song right yeah and and obviously that the change at the end that what it shifts into is like Pitch Mm -hmm. Perfect, Smashing Pumpkins, Guitar Tone, Mm. yeah, it doesn't doesn't get much better than that. You want to know how I found out about these guys? They were self promoting this record on the Shoe Gay subreddit.
1: Awesome, dude! Shout out to that subreddit again, dude. I love that group of people, dude. I've found so much great music through the Shoe Gay subreddit.
2: Yeah, so so you know, these guys posted about it. And they're they're extremely obscure. Like on Spotify, they only have 633 monthly listeners. Wow! And I'm one of them, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, there's not much attention on these guys. But they, this record is really, really incredible. It's called Lazeline.
1: and it was produced by Simon Scott. Hello from Slowdive.
2: Yeah, you 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 know, it's kind of surprising that this doesn't doesn't have much more of a following. But I mean,
1: he, yeah, he shows up on one of the songs too. Well, yeah, man, they they deserve. I don't know if they're looking for it, but they deserve more listens, dude. They deserve the recognition.
2: Yeah, and you know what? Spotify isn't the end-all, be-all indicator, right? Sure, uh, but yeah, it it still tells you like you get you got to look, man. The, the The good, great, incredible music is out there. It might not be front and center on you know all the all the the music blogs out there, the Pitchforks and the stereo gums or the NMEs and all that kind of stuff. But it's out there, man. You know, if you if you follow the right sources, you know, and Reddit is a great source sometimes, right? <laughs> for for things, right? especially dude. little yeah. little, uh, su- little subgroups, sub sub uh, cultures and stuff like that.
1: Reddit does it better than any other social media's platform. Yeah, it does. I think. Yeah, it does. You can really find your niche on yeah. that on that platform.
2: But yeah, again, that track was called "The Door." That was my favorite track of the year, I think, hands down. Um. And, yeah, I'm just glad I was finally able to share it with you all. All right, Q. What do you got? How are you going to close out the year for No Filler?
1: All right, I've brought a song from this guy before. It goes by Sunbeam Sound Machine. You know how I was talking about uh, Toro y kind of going from, from Chill Wave slowly into more, like, psychedelia, jazzy stuff? I feel like this guy's done the opposite. And he's been active since 2013, so that was, like towards the tail end, maybe right in the middle of like the chill wave dream pop movement of the 2010s. And he's dropped only three records since then. Uh, Lots of singles sprinkled here and there, but he has slowly gone more and more into the direction of that classic chill wave sound from the 2010s. And he's keeping it alive, dude, in such an awesome way. His album possum just came out in October I love this album, dude. I love this artist, and this is a freaking great song to end it with, man. A feel good, good vibes tune. Here we go. This is again Sunbeam Sound Machine. The album is Possum, and this song is called Two Summers.
2: Good vibes all around, yeah.
1: Love it, love it, love it, love great it.
2: Great example of layer building, right? Yes. Just lots and lots of layers.
1: Absolutely, he does it really well.
2: And the harmonizing is really, that yeah, killer.
1: I love how he how he drags on that last line over and over. To, yeah, yeah. To finish it up, I love it, dude. What a great song. Great way to fin to wrap it up, dude.
2: Yeah, I think so. And I think it highlights what we've been saying all year about. You know, okay, so let's just take the track that I played, Manaxi, Adore, and then this track, and like I think this sums up 2022, or at least the, the kind of music that we fell in love with this year, is really exceptional, indie, sort of like, bedroom poppy kind of people like mm-hmm. this guy, uh, and countless other bands that we brought on What You Heard's. And then there's the Manaxi side of things, which is the grunge, shoegaze revival you know
1: we were obsessed with dream pop and like both sides of the of the coin of shoegaze this year yeah the more dream poppy chill wave kind of stuff and the more grungy shoegaze kind of stuff and that's pretty (laughs) much all we listened to and played on this podcast all year dude yeah pretty much i mean and for good reason dude there's lots of great and you know we we did we were all over the place, like, as far as decades go. It wasn't all the new stuff that was coming out, but, I mean, we played... Didn't we do a whole album on Narrowhead? I mean, a whole episode on Narrowhead?
2: Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if we if we look back to very first episode of 2022, uh, Teen Dream Beach House, which is like, yeah. you know, sort of the... If you wanted to point to one dream pop album from the 2010s it started
1: it i think yeah it started and then we went to back.
2: beach fossils real estate and then we did our back-to-back miracle legion and polaris episodes which was <sighs> great that was good stuff and we did another rem funny enough this might have been a rewind actually that had to be. yeah we had a rewind then we did yeah we did rem's first record and then we did Catherine wheel pale saints <sighs> hum lush drop 19s helmet which was kind of a, a, a an offshoot of like hardcore and, and stuff, but still kind of like an alt rock kind of deal. Jimmy World, Unwound, which is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, dude. We, we yeah, Swirlies, the fa- uh, Sloan, Band of Susans, Narrowhead, too, too, yeah. Pink Shiny Ultra Blast, Pantsy Slip, <laughs> Spotlights. Now yeah, that was that was after I had after Ronan and then Ronan came along came along so you were and uh, me and Nathan did some some had some fun yeah um, but then yeah we, we went back to slow dive it was a good year man so we had yeah we had some we had some good times man good times this year really good year go back and listen to some of those episodes if any of those artists tickles your fancy we did Cocktail Twins we did Sweet Trip mm-hmm. yeah lots of good stuff this year man 2022 we're, we're closing it out lots of great tunes were shared by all Come back next year for even more. Um, i not sure what we're going to do next year, but we'll figure it out. All right, Q, what are we going to do here to to close us out as far as an outro track? Hmm. We're going to have something to play here. Uh, how about play another Pinsy Slow track? Okay. <laughs> not good. Now I get to play the song that I was sitting on for months as, as what I planned to play, uh, but it'll be a good one to close us out. Okay, so... Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you listen to to just one episode this year, thank you for listening. If you're a, a frequent flyer, like you listen a lot, obviously, thank you.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you
2: for for tuning in every week. And, you know, this is a labor of love for us. We love doing this. It's like you know one of my favorite things to do: is share music with people. And it's just been a blast doing this podcast. And, and we're going to keep doing it. Let's keep
1: going into 2023,
2: dude. So check us out on Instagram. I got to be honest with you, you know,
1: <laughs> it's been a while. Anyone posted. who listens to the show knows that we are just not fans yeah. of the social medias. I mean, we're just not good at it.
2: No, we're know? not. The only reason I say follow us on Instagram is really more to say, like, reach reach out to us on Instagram.
1: Reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah, it's a great way to get in touch with us.
2: You know, recommend some music to us. What were some of your favorite tracks from this year? You know, let us know. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, So yeah, just look for No Filler Podcast. You'll find us. And of course, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's pantheonpodcast.com. And that's it. I'm going to close us out here with another track from Pincy Slow off of their record, Neglect. And we will see you guys next year. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Thank you, as always, for listening. The song... It's called Brutal in Red.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money? 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem?
4: What's the problem?
0: <laughs> would you lie? Would you cheat? Would
4: they shop? Would I shop?
0: Would you kill?
4: Yes. <laughs> My mom is My mom right there.
0: From airship